following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. The Nostalgia Funhouse proudly dedicates all episodes in the loving memory of Connie Chirac. So, Johnny, I've, I've been hearing really great things about this Nostalgia Funhouse. It just brings back so many great memories. Andrew, uh, another reason I'm even in line with you here is that you really vouched for this show. So, I'm just going to believe you that this is the show that you know I've been wanting, which is just talking about all the fun stuff from our yesteryear and the years before uh, and I really hate anything meta so I'm glad that what we're doing right now is not that oh no definitely what is meta is it, isn't that Ron Artessa's new name <laughs> well add world of peace to it sure <laughs> yeah but this is this is great they like last year they were like tearing play sets and Halloween costumes and well they, that sounds cool they get like this weird court recordings from like pop culture courts does anybody care about court cases these ones are kind of cool. They put mm. Scott Kelvin on trial for Santa Claus there. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay, you're. That sounds interesting. Yeah, man. You know what's the best part about this is though? Is I hear they always got a really great sponsor. You can check it out right there. When you fly American Airlines, you're in for a very pleasant experience. Why, thank you, sir. You'll notice the bright, fresh appearance of our airplanes. They are nice. But you'll remember the dedicated, professional... Helpful, friendly. Helpful, friendly service of our people. Because the way you feel about American depends on the way you feel. Hello, welcome to the Nostalgia Funhouse. Surely, this is the right podcast for you. And don't call me Shirley. I am one of your hosts. I'm Johnny Towns, and I'm joined by uh, my brother from yet another mother. That, of course, is Andrew Lenz. Andrew, are you as excited as I am about what we're going to talk about today? I'm very excited. I'm very excited. And don't call me Shirley either. Don't. <laughs> Don't don't call me Shirley. And I think All I have right. a call on the white phone right now. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh no, the the white phone. Yeah, <laughs> not oh, the red phone. Oh, the yeah. white phone. <laughs> Here, take this flower. <laughs> hey, there's free parking in the white zone. <laughs> the red zone has always been for loading and unloading. <laughs> if you could just uh, stop it, Vernon. It's because you wanted me to get that abortion. <laughs> <laughs> all right johnny let's let's take some pictures <laughs> that's my to this day that's one of my all-time favorite gags in a movie is all right every all right everyone let's take some pictures and they go just take fun take fake photographs off the wall <laughs> to this day that's my favorite gag in a movie <laughs> I, if you if you haven't realized what we're talking about we're talking about probably the gold standard of satire kind of movies Yes. In airplane with an exclamation point. Stand by for the most extraordinary chain of events ever swept up into high adventure. Hey, Larry, where's the forklift? Forklift! <laughs> 
Airplane is drama. Uh, this is Dr. Brody at the Mayo Clinic. There's a passenger on your Chicago flight 209 or a little girl named Lisa Davis en route to Minneapolis. She's scheduled for a heart transplant. I want you to make sure that she's kept in a reclined position and that a continuous watch is kept on her IV. Airplane is action. Airplane is romance. I love you, Elaine. Airplane is music. There is only one river. There is only one sea. Airplane is dancing. Never has the screen been so big. You ever been in a cockpit before? No, sir. I've never been up in a plane before. Peter Graves. You ever seen a grown man naked? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. My name is Roger Murdoch. I'm an airline pilot. Leslie Nielsen. This woman has to be gotten to a hospital. A hospital? What is it? It's a big building with patients, but that's not important right now. Lloyd Bridges. Johnny, what can you make out of this? This? Well, I can make a cap. What a brooch. What a pterodactyl. Could you get on Robert Stack. All right, Steve, let's face a few facts. And we hope you enjoy the rest of your flight. Julie Haggerty. By the way, is there anyone on board who knows how to fly a plane? Can you fly this plane and land it? Robert Hayes. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. I've got to get out of here. I've got to get out of here. Come down. Get a hold of yourself. Excuse me, please. Let me handle this. I've got to get out of here. Now get back to your seat. I'll take care of this. Calm down. Get a hold of yourself. Don't be one of the fools. Everything's been pulled. Mayday. Mayday. All right now, everybody, get in crash positions. The most incredible adventure the screen has ever created. He's coming right at us! The big news is... Airplane. I love this movie through and through. I do, I do too. This is one of my all-time favorites. I hadn't seen it in a while, and I was really... Uh, you know, you kind of get to like, I mean, I hope it still holds up and uh, we'll find out, you know, we'll find out what we thought of this. But I want to give a little context to this movie, too. Uh, they shot this movie for about three point five million dollars. Uh, it's David Zucker, Jim Ab- uh, Abrahams and Jerry Zucker. And it's a parody of disaster movies from the 70s. In fact, I would say it's uh, there's this movie in 1957 called Zero Hour that it pretty much directly uh, parodies, but I would dare say more people know about Airplane than know about Zero Hour. That's how big this movie got. I didn't even know about Zero Hour until today. Exactly. Yep. Uh, this movie came out on July 2nd, 1980, and again, was made for 3.5 and made 83.4 million in theaters in the United States alone. Jeez. I this know movie this movie was a hit. 
I know this is up there, like when I do like what's your favorite movie quote things, I always look up like most quotable movies. Yeah. This is like number one, obviously. Because there, there's just so many quotable lines in this thing that I quote to this day constantly. I mean, the Shirley thing I always do. Uh, you know, and Leon's getting larger. We talked about that before we hit record. Like that's another one. Uh it's just all kinds of just fantastic things. Uh, I started taking notes as I was watching this and just quit because I just <laughs> was just getting into the movie. I, I did the same. I was thinking about it. I was going to like write down like, oh, in the beginning, I like how they do the Jaws thing with the fin. But I, I did. <laughs> I mean, when, when it comes to this movie, it there's just so much. There's just so many jokes that they sling at you. There's jokes in the background, too, that you can miss if you're not paying attention. Uh, there's all kinds of great stuff here. And I dare say most of it, even today, lands pretty well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, oh, my goodness. There's so many. Like, because they didn't really, um, they didn't. The most quote unquote dated stuff would be the Kareem Abdul Jabbar stuff. But even then, I think most people would still get it today. Yeah. It, and he's a much better actor than LeBron. So there you go. So right there, <laughs> you may break his record, LeBron, but. And he fought Bruce Lee. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, but, oh, man. And uh, there's a little. I can't believe I never paid attention to it before, but when he passes out and they're dragging him out, just notice that he's wearing his Lakers shorts. <laughs> he's got his goggles on. <laughs> I think the best part, and I never really fully realized it, is that they do a running gag throughout that whole entire movie. When, uh, yeah, Striker, he he gets out of the cab, the guy gets in, and he runs back and he, and he hits the meter. Yeah, yes. And it runs. <laughs> and he's on a flight. <laughs> and it's, it's a taxi meter for those who don't know. Yeah. He's in a taxi. Yep. Yeah. Taxi. He's a taxi driver. Yep. And it, the meter is just running. It's and just that guy running. stays in there. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the best part is at the end when he's like, I'm going to give him 20 more minutes. <laughs> then I'm out of here. <laughs> but I was like, that is so great that that guy's just like sitting in there in this, at this airport. <laughs> the world's most patient man yeah. is that guy. <laughs> Must be very hard to get a taxi there. It's got to be, oh. but uh, yeah, this is uh, this kind of start. It's not the first spoof film, but it is probably the most famous, I would say. And it really led to a lot of really good, like that era just has a lot of great spoofs, and it really launched uh, like Leslie Nielsen's career. Really, I mean, he was already a known actor before then, but he was known for way more serious stuff. But that's the other thing I want to bring up, too, with this movie. The reason that this movie works with the jokes is that everybody is playing it dead serious. Oh, yes. And that's why this works. They're dead serious as the most zany, stupid things are happening around them. <laughs> oh, man. I love it when there's the the little girl, because there's just all this stuff going on. There's the little girl on the plane. It's going to get the heart transplant. They get her, you know, <laughs> tuck her all in, and then the girl with the stewardess is like, I, I have a guitar. Would you like me to play you a song? And she straight knocks the IV out. Yeah. <laughs> nobody else is paying attention to it. They're all just singing along. Yeah. <laughs> the little girl's dying. Like, <laughs> and I don't know why just... she makes a fish face. But <laughs> There's all kinds of really great little gags in here. Like, even during that scene where, like, all the people start leaning in uh, to, to so they can see and listen to the song. And then that guy's from the ceiling and leans <laughs> <laughs> and then in the air, and then in the cockpit, the two, the front two pilots are kind of look at the screen and look back, and then the guy in the back, Victor, looks at 
<laughs> the screen looks back. It's just little things just really tickle me. <laughs> I just love the, the other one too that I noticed is like whatever is if somebody says what is it, they're like we got <laughs> we got to when uh, Elaine's talking. Yeah, we'll career, do an example. Yeah. We'll do an example. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people are are sick at the hospital. What is, what is? Oh, it's a building with a lot of patients, but that's not important right now. Yeah. <laughs> or the headquarters one, where it's like, it's like we just got a message from headquarters and Stryker's What is it? What is it? And she's like, it's a large building with generals and officers, but that's not important. <laughs> <laughs> that's another. Yeah, that's a great running gag. Uh, the you know the uh, the main guy at the, at the airport. He's like, this is I picked a terrible week to quit. <laughs> quit drinking and he just constantly has different vices that he's quit until he finally jumps out the window <laughs> they're coming right at us or even striker when he's like that's when i developed a drinking problem and it's not like alcoholic it's no it's not he can't he, like he misses his mouth when he tries to drink single time i mean even at the beginning when he's getting on the plane smoking or non-smoking and he goes smoking please and so she hands him the ticket and it's on fire pretty much smoking well that's the speaking of the flower like we said that's the running gag too because that flower gets passed around passed around and i love it when the guys are like no we gave at the office (laughs) just (laughs) they're like already like the same type of people like trying to get people to join religion in an airport (laughs) with the uh what he is on the white phone and he's like we got the mayo clinics on there and then they're like captain ham and he's like give me ham on five but and hold the mayo (laughs) just those little little things there's a line of phones like he gets a a message over uh over the intercom and it goes uh captain you have a call on the white phone and so he walks over and there's a whole line of phones and he grabs the red phone and answers it. And then that, that inner, and then on the phone, you're no, the white one. <laughs> and then they keep on saying it and he just yells and he's like, I got it. And they're like, oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> the Johnny guy in the control tower is like the cherry on top of the cake of this movie. For yeah. There's, that's the thing too that I was really paying attention to. This thing, this movie has so many fantastic side characters who, like in my brain, just from nostalgic memory, have way more screen time than they actually do. Yeah. What's I love I mean, I'm an unsolved mysteries nerd, so seeing Robert Stack always made me happy. And he is fantastic in this. One of my also my other favorite scenes that uh that the one time that I tried to write a really goofy movie, it had not the not the goofy movie, but a movie that was goofy is what I was trying to say. But one of the gags I really wanted to try to replicate was when they're in the car, oh, and the uh, in the background, and all of a sudden they're swirling all back and forth. <laughs> but it's obvious he's not driving like it. He's not even turning the wheel, and he's going around like ninety degree angle turns. <laughs> then all of a sudden there's just like an old they're in an old western. <laughs> Love it when he hits the guy on the bike. And he hits the guy on the bicycle. Oh man! Oh, <laughs> I did not realize until today, though. This blew my mind. So I'm a big Better Call Saul, Breaking Bad fan. Yes, yes, me too. And I did not realize that uh, Jonathan Banks was in this movie until today. So it was crazy to see Mike play like in this comedic role in this movie. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and another thing too, like I'm looking at uh, Metal Floss uh, back in like 2020, just had like uh, some things you didn't know about airplane. 
Uh, one of the really fun ones was uh, that I always like is people who auditioned for it but didn't get it, obviously. Uh, listen to these names, right? Uh, Barry Manilow. For Dom DeLuise. Oh, that I not too many times a movie this good where I was like, maybe with Dom DeLuise, it might have been better. Dom DeLuise is very underrated. And- yeah, he's he's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, David Letterman, Sigourney Weaver. These are all names that uh, auditioned for this movie. And when they were uh, <clears throat> announcing the movie in 1979 in The Hollywood Reporter, they said that Chevy Chase was in it. And of course, he's not in it at all. But this is probably at the height of Chevy Chaseness, so maybe that's why the yeah, this is like SNL time, right? Yeah, yeah, because that's late seventies, early eighties. Uh, and here's my favorite thing, and I'll quit reading these. But my favorite one that I read though was uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is in this. He's uh, and he's fantastic, by the way, very funny. Uh, his salary for this movie was thirty thousand dollars, which is I don't know what that would be in today's money, but I I would bet back then it's not too bad. I'll do the uh, Matt Johnson. Yeah. Inflation. Yeah, uh, but he also got an extra five thousand dollars, or he wouldn't do it. And he wanted this five thousand dollars because there was this Oriental rug that he had his eye on. That's that sounds like Kareem. Yeah. <laughs> so he basically made a uh, hundred and twenty-two thousand dollars if it was today for this. Movie. And he wasn't in it very much, so that's not too bad. No, because he was. Almost million dollar at this point was he NBA seventy nine? He'd have to be right. One of the biggest names by far in the NBA, definitely at that time for sure. Yeah, he was like the biggest star. Cause that's a, he's a about a couple years before Magic even gets there. I think so, when does Magic get there? Early eighties, I know that. Yeah, seventy nine eighty, I think. So maybe right around, actually is that year. Yeah, yeah, filming or wrapping this movie up. So Magic, so technically he hadn't played with Magic yet when he was making this movie. Yeah. It's Kareem. He, he had to be making bank. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I love it when he finally gets angry with the kid. Like, the kid's like, <laughs> I know you. <laughs> and he's yeah, like, but his anger's misplaced because the, the kid's like, I, I think you're amazing. It's my dad who thinks this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, no, I'm not Kareem abdul I'm Roger Murdoch. <laughs> See? And he yeah. shows, <laughs> shows him his, his name, Dag. <laughs> I, I love it where... See, that's... I, that's that's how you do meta jokes by the way like it's in it's in the movie it's a part of the movie but it's not abrupt like like today i think today they overdo it oh, and they just again and again and again just beat you over the head with it oh look how meta we are and this movie has a really a lot of subtle meta stuff in it that's very very good and that's how you do it in my opinion i love how creepy the captain is Yes, Peter Graves. Uh, again, there's a lot of big names in this movie at this time. Just, you know, Peter, he actually didn't like the script when he first got it because he was like, "This guy's a, pit, a pedophile. I don't want to do this." <laughs> and uh, eventually, he would he would do it. And the legend goes that when he saw the screening with his wife, that she laughed her butt off at this thing. <laughs> Just how serious he is. He's like, "Yeah, oh, have you ever been to a Turkish prison?" <laughs> yeah, just the most I like the grown man naked things funny and everything else, but just the other ones like, have you ever been to a Turkish prison? Have you ever done that? And we didn't even talked about the the woman who's hysterical and Leslie oh Nelson just starts goodness. smacking her and, and the, the, somebody about him, doctor, I'll handle this. And there's a whole line of people holding weapons. One woman's just holding a gun. <laughs> well, even that was funny too when they realized they needed a doctor. 
and the pilot was like, go out there and uh, be discreet and get a doctor. She's just asking people, and she's like, are you a doctor? Don't worry about it, but are you a doctor? And then finally she's like, oh, ma'am, I believe this gentleman next to me is a doctor. <laughs> he's got a stethoscope. <laughs> she's like, sir, are you a doctor? And, a constable, and he's got a stethoscope and everything else. <laughs> oh, that, just that little thing made it so much more. And then when he's talking, and then when he's talking to Elaine, Leslie Nielsen's talking to Elaine in the cockpit, and it's like, it must have been the fish. And the Peter Graves looks over at the fish. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he's, he's obviously like, had the fish. And he's and they're going through everything. Even that with Leslie Nielsen. He goes, <laughs> what did you serve on today's flight? It was steak or fish. That's right. I had the lasagna. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and, he, and he says it's so just like, you could miss it if you're not paying attention because <laughs> they play it. They play it so straight and serious, and that's why it's funny. I laughed at that line really hard. I'd forgotten about that line. That's right. I had the lasagna. That's such <laughs> such a great line. It's so perfect. Oh god, this movie is so good. <laughs> this, I think. This movie was the first quote unquote spoof movie I ever saw. It's the I credit this movie with really just striking the love of comedy for me because oh, yeah. it was just so absurd. And I was like, this, this is just clicking for me. This is incredible. And that's why I get really offended. That's why I got really offended. And I think it was like the early 2000s where they tried to quote unquote bring oh, the spoof movies back. And most of them are just truly awful. They, they try. It's it's like we keep on saying they're so serious in this one. And the ones from the early 2000s, it seems like they're acting too goofy. Yeah. Where it's, like they, is, it's like they uh, they know they're in a cartoon. Yeah. But in the really good ones, they don't know that they're in a cartoon. They think they're in a serious drama. And that's why it works. That's why. And they can still do it today. I mean, we covered um, the Weird Al movie, right? Yeah. And that's a new movie that did a really good job of this. That yeah, that was it was serious, but it was a comedy. Yeah. And every joke was was actually funny. And it's just how you deliver it. Like watching Yes, it's it's played serious. What did I watch? The one where they were spoofing Narnia or something. And I just Yes, uh, yeah. I just felt like they were it was like, hey, we're in a spoof movie, so we need to be goofy. Instead of Yes this and like the naked guns where it's like we're in a movie it, we're it's a spoof new movie but we are going to play this like we are playing like we are going for an academy award exactly exactly yes yeah. yes and i definitely want to cover the naked gun movies at some point on this show oh yeah i um, mean there's there's running jokes in that one there's the one i can't remember which one it is it's the one with uh uh, oh, I can't remember her name. She was a really famous blonde lady, and she passed away. But uh, there's this when you first meet her, like the camera starts at her legs and goes up, and you see leg, kneecap, thigh, leg, kneecap. <laughs> it just keeps. Doing... My favorite one is that the naked guns is when uh, Ricardo Montalban's like Cuban, and he's like, no, English and Dutch. <laughs> My favorite one in, in those is where. I wish I could remember which one it was, but uh, when he's when the uh, he's in the forensics office with that with that one guy, and he goes, "Hey, take a look at this," and he's at a microscope, and he goes, "I don't see anything. Use your other eye, Frank," because <laughs> he's using the eye he closed to look into it. 
But that's what you need. And this movie provides that like 100% like from the Girl Scouts fighting and like, yes, like the Vietnam bar and everything else. And the Girl Scouts didn't just fight. That was like a fight that lasted hours. (laughs) Everybody starts disco dancing. (laughs) Well, that was the funny part, too, because this came out in like the 80s when disco started dying. Yeah. They're flying into Chicago. That's like W. What was it? W Z A Z. Bring you the disco never dies. (laughs) Yeah. They knock the the tower down. (laughs) Everybody cheers. (laughs) Oh, man. And and the guy at the disco gets stabbed in the back and she thinks he's still dancing when he's trying to point to it. Got stabbed in the back. (laughs) What was, oh, the one where they were like, doing like the world war two scene where the guy's going off to war. Yeah. Like the girl's chasing after him and she's just knocking down Paul after him. there's a little quick joke in there too, that I had forgotten all about where uh, he throw he throws her the watch and she goes, you'll need this. It's your watch. And he goes, don't worry. It doesn't work. <laughs> we need more movies like this, but I know, but it's gotta oh, be that like, dead like even the fight scene when robert stacks walking in and yes yeah fighting off all those people that is something and it once again 100 serious yes and everything else and again i know they can make make these today because that weird Al movie does a really good job with this yeah so and and i'm pretty sure it did pretty well I, i have hope that that hopefully uh brings back good uh parody spoof films because another reason those ones in the early 2000s didn't work is i felt like they thought that just quote-unquote mocking big movies at that time was what spoof is no and that's that's not it at all it's you first of all you have to have a love for it there's actual that's why we we talked about space balls on here Mm-hmm. Uh, Spaceballs is another one of these that is a spoof film, obviously of Star Wars, but you can tell that these people love Star Wars. Yeah. At the same time, there's a love there for it. And what was oh, I just thought of the other one. Oh, when they ask the old lady if she wants whiskey, and she goes, "No, I don't do that." And all of a sudden, <laughs> he brings just... out the mirror with the cocaine and just does the line right there. Did or when the plane, get... or, or where the plane's landing, and they're like, it shows the inside the airport. All right, we're arriving at gate two hundred nine. Oh, 210, 211, 212. And they're, just, they're just trying to run through all the gates. <laughs> Would you like a cup of coffee? <laughs> yeah. Cream or sugar? No, I prefer a black like my men. <laughs> and, it's, and it's like an 11-year-old girl saying that. Yeah. I love the coffee commercial where, where, where the, the wife is doing the thing in her head. She's like, Ted never asked for another cup of coffee at home. And then he starts puking because of the fish. She's like, Ted never pukes at home. And it's all that inner monologue of just. And I love when we first meet Captain Over's wife. She's in bed and uh, she gets woken up and to the phone call and she turns on the light and, she, and there's a horse beside her in the bed. And she goes, You have to let yourself out. You can let yourself out. Isn't that her when they get to the when she gets to the airport and uh and that's what Johnny's like when Johnny's like oh look at the dress at those yes. shoes yes, yes. <laughs> I love it when he looks at the paper and he's like oh there's a sale at Penny <laughs> and he's like yeah. 
he's really quick too like there's one point where um louis bridges character goes johnny would you get me some coffee i mean johnny uh johnny coffee and he goes no thanks (laughs) (laughs) i got that i was like that i never heard that before until today like i never caught that (laughs) this and also one thing i want to talk about this movie is the perfect length yeah it's coming in just under an hour and a half uh, the original running time was a little longer. They actually edited it down to this. I think it was like a uh, 111 minutes long originally, and they cut it down to this. I think, but, but this is the perfect for me. Yeah, I think the jokes would have got a little bit. Yeah, this is that's why I'm saying yeah, and I love this stuff, but uh, this is the perfect length for it. I love it how it has actual plot on Wikipedia when it should just be <laughs> absolutely crazy. It yeah. should just say. It should just say. Wikipedia should just say for the plot. Just watch it. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just watch. Did you even really care about the plot of the food poisoning? There's food poisoning going on, and people could die if they don't win the plane. But all the pilots get sick. There, I told you the plot of the movie. There you go. <laughs> That's well, all you need to know. <laughs> that was. See, now you got me thinking about that one. Where he's like, he's like, I only flew a single, a single pl- engine plane. This one has four. It's a different flying altogether. Then it's like it's Leslie Nielsen and uh, what's her name? Uh, I can't plays remember. the plays the love interest. What's her name? I can't remember. Uh, Ellen? No. There were, Elaine is the one. Elaine, that's it. Elaine. Yeah. Uh, so they say that. So they just say the line together because they said together. It's, it's just so good. These jokes and they come at you fast and quick. Oh yeah, you got to be on top of them. Yeah, I mean even. Like the uh, one of the early scenes of the of the cockpit, people meeting each other. Like you can see in the background, like there's a guy trying to work on the hood of the airplane. Yes. And while they're talking, so there's jokes literally in the background. You got to watch for because uh, everything that guy does is really funny back there. Just checking the engine and he falls I, off. <laughs> I love that too. That it's like they made it look like it was like an actual car. Like yeah. Off a hood. Off yeah. Hood of the airplane. <laughs> Pulls out the dipstick. He's checking the oil. <laughs> For all I know, that's how you do it, Andrew. Or they had like the statue. I think it was like a of like the Virgin Mary. Yes, or yeah. Something. And at one point, there's something crazy, and they actually show the Virgin Mary like cover up her eyes. Yes. <laughs> Just, oh my god! When she has to reinflate the autopilot. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> And Leslie Nielsen comes in as she's doing it and goes and just looks and turns around and goes back. <laughs> oh, one of my other favorite ones is uh when he's landing when they're landing the plane and he keeps coming in. <laughs> Leslie Nielsen keeps coming in and goes, I just want to say, and we're all counting on you. Good luck. <laughs> and he does it three times. <laughs> that part is so iconic. They put that in uh the family guy Blue Harvest. Yes, yeah. And they didn't change a thing either. They just put that line in, yeah. <laughs> But I love it when she's done inflating them. You see him all the has a smile. She's smoking in the corner. It's it, it's the gold standard of spoof movies. It's yes, it's yes. How every spoof movie needs to be. Just it's a it's a a perfect blueprint. I yeah. think of them. Yeah, just constant jokes. Uh, just coming at you rapid fire, but all played. Again, deadly serious. So that really helps the jokes get over. I don't know. Is that you're playing it so serious? 
I didn't know how how they didn't laugh at certain scenes, especially when they go. What was Robert Stack's character's name? Was he Striker? A, yeah, Striker. When he went, when they went to go get Striker, and that dog is just straight attacking that guy. Yes. <laughs> Every means that they are just walking around him. <laughs> Nobody's saying a word about. Him. Nobody's trying to help him. No, <laughs> and his dog is just going to town on him, and. Once again, I think that's probably the scene that defines the best because I would be dying laughing. I don't think I could ever complete that scene just watching this golden <laughs> retriever attack yeah. every single time. <laughs> oh, man. This movie is so good. It, it for me, definitely still holds up. And I think the biggest actor in everything was Otto playing himself. Oh, for sure, yeah. I love the two movies don't really do that very much. Where at the end it kind of gives everybody like it shows who they shows them, tells you who played them, and I I just love that stuff. I love that too. I I need I need that. I, I yeah. need it in every movie. But uh, who would you want to play in this? I've been I was really thinking about that as I was watching this, and there's so many really great parts in this movie that whoever you told me to play. I think as long as it, as it was one of the side characters, I would. I mean, the two main ones are they're really good. I'm not knocking yeah. them at all, but just the, the really fun stuff to me is all these side characters and what they get to do and get to say and their lines and stuff. Uh, so just put, give me one of those parts. <laughs> I I put you in at Johnny once I heard it, and then I was like, really? I never realized that it was Johnny. But that's yes. all the stuff that you would do that you do on every single one of your podcasts is. Somebody will say something and then you make the joke around it. Yes. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. Johnny's really good. His jokes are all uh, almost all like reaction jokes in a way. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'd love it. But the coffee one, I never heard that until today. And I was like, That's <laughs> it's, so good. it's so good and fast. It's really quick. You got to be paying attention. That's why this movie is so good. Uh, I remember the first, like I, this is, this movie has always been a one that I would rewatch. And I remember like the first five times or something like that, it seemed like I, I would catch a joke I didn't catch before. That was my first one that I ever caught was that I just realized, Johnny, coffee. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and again, I really, really love when the reporters come in and they're asking oh. questions and they go, all right, let's take some pictures. And they literally go to the wall and take pictures off the wall and walk out. <laughs> Even with Lloyd Bridges character, he's smoking and he's in his office and they pan talking about pictures and they pan back. And then there's the picture. Yeah. And he's exactly like that. <laughs> there's a picture of him in the Zach pose he's in at that current moment. <laughs> and then the other pictures are just pictures of airplanes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you get. Oh, that's another thing we forgot to mention. Like, it's a really quick scene. It's really fast. Uh, when you get to see what the in-flight movie is, oh, <laughs> it's just an airplane crash. <laughs> oh, and assuming oh, the other one was a, a. All right, everybody, let's assume flight positions <laughs> or crash <laughs> positions. I can't remember what it was. Something like that. It's crash it, positions. I like when so the pulls the string and it's the got the duck head. Yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, um, oh man oh. this movie is so good what would uh i think the only thing that i could rank this out of i, I was thinking about this because we always pick something really wait wait andrew you uh who would you oh, play who would i play yeah oh man what would i i uh, 
I think I, I see you being I see you being Lloyd Bridges for me. I was just about to say I could <laughs> I I could see myself doing the Lloyd Bridges part. Yeah, because uh, I still love doing the Danny Glover line to people now that <laughs> as I get older that I'm too old for this and. Yeah. I can see myself saying, oh, today was a der- terrible day to quit smoking, to quit drinking. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Who are the ones that were taking methamphetamines? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah I, 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 the Lloyd Bridges. I was going to say that one. I was looking at it. And I was like, you know what? I'm the Lloyd Bridges character. Yeah. I think it's I think it's perfect. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. All right. So what were you going to say before? That? I just okay. had to know. So I think the only thing, and I was thinking... Because we always, like I said, we pick something that's related to the movie that we... Yeah. How many automatic co-pods would we give this? Oh, I was going to do fish dinners. Oh, man. <laughs> Either one of those works for yeah. me. Also, side note, I love that when they showed that he had ate fish, he's just like the perfect skeleton of a fish. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. To go through all of his symptoms. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, this is easy for me. This is a full five out of five. Yeah. Um, fish dinner slash automatic co-pilots this is five out of five for me easy it's for me too the movie never gets old this is definitely a rewatch. you could like you said it's probably a once a year watch or if i see it on yeah. Netflix or something it's like an automatic i'm just gonna sit down and i'm gonna watch it because it's and yeah and again it is spoofing disaster films but it does in a way where you do not even need to know about those films at no. all no 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 it's like uh which is again why those ones we keep harping on about them being bad. That's why they're not good because you need to be familiar with those films to get most of those jokes. It reminds me of the South Park one with uh, the spice when they're after Tom Brady's like poop. Oh yeah, yes, and yeah. It, and it it's I did not know that it was a reference to Dune. But I still loved the episode and thought it yes. was hilarious that they kept on doing it. And then once I saw the original Dune, I was like, oh, yeah, that's where this is from with the spice. But it was still just funny, though, listening to talk about the spice. Yeah. So when this movie came out at that time, there were like the disaster films were huge. They were big time. Mm-hmm. We're coming out during this time. So uh, this is just a take on all those. And uh, again, five out of five, I think overall. It definitely still holds up. Some of the jokes are, uh, I mean, with any of these comedies, you're going to get that. And this is one from like 1980. So just know that going in. I think some of the jokes they probably wouldn't do today, but most of them they could. Like I would say a good 98% of these jokes they could still do today. Just probably like. the Air Israel joke. Yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah, that one I would I would probably take out. Um, there's a couple other ones. That I was like, I don't know if they would do this today. Like, I think the jive jokes they would just take out because nobody even really knows what that is anymore. No. Yeah, that. And I don't know if you could do the basketball with the tribe where they're in there. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody might say something on that one. Yeah, but I. And I would get it. And my argument. And this again is coming from a white person, so that's yeah. take it for whatever it is. Would be that the joke is that they're all automatically good at basketball, yeah. And he's trying to teach them, and he's not near as good as any of them are automatically. That's what the joke is. It's way more making fun of him than anything else, yeah. But I would understand if you had a problem with it, and I'd be like, yeah, let's just take it out. I think somebody would take it out of that, yeah, I'm which I would be okay with. Realize. I mean, we didn't even talk about like when uh, Elaine and uh, what's his name. 
uh the main character uh oh god i'm blanking on it oh uh oh he's he's yeah striker he was striker. oh he's striker oh who's uh, robert stack was rex kramer Kramer, that's it. Okay, yeah. yeah. So when Stryker and Elena are making out on the beach, and that water just like just, it is like an abundant amount of <laughs> of surf water, just the water from the ocean. That they're way too close to be making out right there to the, to the water. How they didn't drown shooting that, I don't know. But isn't that wasn't that kind of a spoof from uh, Here to Eternity? Like, yes, I've seen that yeah, movie, it, but I know that that's like yeah but again you don't even need to know about that movie for that to be funny because the joke is the water's wait there it's obvious that should be where they should be making out yeah <laughs> oh man so that's how you do a spoof movie this is a great blueprint for all that a little behind the scenes too that i wanted to share with our audience again i think somebody out there knows what andrew and i try to plan when it comes to movies because we had another movie yeah that we were going to watch originally that i was really looking forward to i was so i was so hyped yes we both were i, I mean, we're both big john candy fans and we were going to watch uncle buck which had been when we decided to cover that movie on a streaming service that we both have yet of course uh right when we were going to shoot it guess what's not on that streaming service anymore and you can't get it on any other streaming service without paying for it that of course is uncle buck so that's why we need you to go to patreon our patreon you get exclusive audio there for only a, a buck yeah. and you get some great goofy fun stuff that we post on there so please do that we need to be able to watch well, the ghost of mr chicken and uncle buck now so yeah. we're going to need to double up on our patreon so we need your help uh if you like this show please uh, consider doing that. If not, uh, just listening to the show and downloading it is a big help too. Thank you for that. Uh, and if you got time and then you feel so inclined, leave us a review on whatever app that you listen to us on. Yes, please do so. And uh, check out the Facebook page, uh, the YouTube channel. Am I missing anything else? No, I don't think I am. Because you mentioned the Patreon. That's right, yeah. And uh, I guess with that being said, good morning, good afternoon, and good night. And don't call me. Surely. <laughs> <laughs>